Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Stetzel. Good afternoon, Chris. And I am trying very hard not to do the silly giggle. But now uh, I have to tell everybody that's what I'm trying to do. And here I go. You did it. <laughs> I All I have to do is laugh a little bit. And then, you know. I know. I just gonna... roll into it. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Well, it's, we have a Monday uh, edition because I think on Friday, well, not think on Friday, I got a chance to go see some old colleagues. And it was fun to, uh, you know, hang out with them. And I was in Pittsburgh. And. It was a good time. Um, yeah, did so you have some good beers? I, I did, actually. I, yes, I did. Good. And this is kind of weird. I, so it's Pittsburgh. So I was really interested by the taste of the city water. It was like minerally, and I think it's from clearly from the river, but it was really, really good. So I kept drinking the damn water. Now it makes sense because uh, uh, some of the first uh, bourbon distilleries are from yeah. that area. So we did yeah. a – we. there's a place called um, – Whipple, 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 yeah, yeah. W I P L E. It's a uh, bourbon distillery, and you got a chance to do a bourbon tasting. Ooh, and, uh, so it's like good. I mean, it's, it's the water from the area. It's good. Cool. This is also this whole concept that New York pizza tastes better because of the water. But then I go New York water, really? Okay, <laughs> I don't know about that. It is. How about you, sir? How was your weekend? Oh, it was good, man. My uh, son went to a two week camp with his cousins, so. He's off and going, and hmm. um, yeah, I can't remember. I didn't, do you? Do they do like camp all day? Like, oh uh, yeah, this is uh, well, this is stay the night camp, right? So they're oh. on for two weeks straight. You know, uh, doing a lot of fishing and archery and uh, boating and all kinds of canoeing. Interesting. Of, you know, they have a theme. So this week's theme is the Olympic Games or something like that. So oh, that's I'm sure right. they'll have a lot of different Olympic type stuff. So he'll be running around, all that stuff, you know. And I pushed him to make sure he wears sunscreen every day, twice a day, you know, because he's pretty fair. But you know, we'll see what he what happens when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was, he's he's excited. He did well, it last week. I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I I, I couldn't really. I, I wasn't really. I guess you have to build a tolerance of kind of being away from your family for a while. Uh, yeah. But as a kid, I don't know if I'd have, I would have done that. Like going to a place where you don't know anybody, you don't know the kids, and well, his cousins are going. Two of his cousins. Ah, okay, so. that's what it is. Uh-huh. And he'll be in the room with one of them all day, every day. So you know, or you know, hanging with them the whole time. So that helps. He went last year for a week, you know, and so mm. they they all put they all three. So he has. Two cousins had to go, one's a girl, and one's a boy. And mm. you know, he was like, they they wanted to go two weeks, and we're like, uh, okay. So we let him go. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah. good. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad he enjoys it. Um, he does. You know, when we were doing our little pre-call, yeah, and stuff, you were talking about how uh, you're now entering that overwhelm stage, if you will, right? Trying to yeah. do two sides of the business. One is grow the business, but at the same time grow. Uh, content demand, yep. uh, which is interesting. Uh, and then we got to this, this thought process around creating a business case to add people, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I thought, oh, well, let's talk about business case. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, when, when you start building a community and, and 
you know, the things I think I've told you this before is, you know, I get to do both the strategic piece of building the community, but also the tactical pieces to do that, right? So mm. I've got to make sure those questions get answered. I've got to make sure some of these blogs get written. I got to make sure these webinar programs are put together. I got to make sure, you know, I'm interacting, engaging uh, with customers, make sure some of these IT issues that they're having is solved. And, and yep. then I've got to go uh, present, you know, how community is doing, why community is not, what's my strategy for the next six months and all these things, you know, that eventually become too much. Right. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I kind of presented to my boss the other day. I was like, Hey, look, you know, is there a way that we can get more people for community? Because, you know, I'm starting to get overwhelmed with all these things that are going on. They're good stuff, but yeah, I mean, some of the things you got to stop doing, but none of these things I can stop doing. Right. You know, it's just part of the community. No, that's the thing, right? Stuff, the train started. Right? It's moving down the track. <laughs> so, you know, um, so yeah. And he was like, yeah, just put a business case together. And, you know, he said, you know, look, just kind of consists of, uh, you know, business outcomes. What are the outcomes? What's the impact that these people are going to make? Um, you know, and then uh, that kind of stuff. So what operational kinds of things are they going to drive? X, Y, and Z, that kind of stuff, you know. So I thought you would have some good thoughts since you hire people all the time. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and you know kind of what they're looking for, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I was thinking about it. No, I was thinking about it a lot. I was, and, and I, it's like, ooh, business kids are fun. Um, ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I wrote down like I wrote down some buckets, and we'll talk about each of the buckets. So okay. one is on um, strategy. We'll go back to that in a minute because that's a nebulous term. Um, I would argue that all this is strategy, but anyway. Sure. Um, two is growth plan. We'll go back to that in a second. Three, which you can add or not uh, if you wanted to, but it's competitive uh, analysis, um, but I think one of your, I think your boss, I told you it was about the, the term outcome, but I'm very specific on what that outcome looks like. Uh, then an estimate of the cost and yeah. then the ROI. So if I get this, I will, I will perform to do that, if that makes sense. Okay. And I can kind of structure each one of those pretty quickly. So. And to me, those are like the slides. It's pretty like clack, 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 right? Yeah. And the first part you've already developed, right? So this idea of the strategy, and we had talked about how for your case, the strategy centered around call-centered uh, call deflection. Hmm. And, and what you're doing is probably on a few things. One is to uh, – the first is to create calls, you know, help the call center uh, create a – deflectionary type of strategy to yeah, let's, let's not call it call center let's call it support team because they support they team use zendesk yeah. they don't really use the phone too much I'm not saying they shouldn't but oh, they don't. you know it's fair <laughs> that's an old term yeah <laughs> <laughs> the kids are using other things <laughs> it's kind of like a call center but you, you, they're not getting a bunch of calls or anything like that uh, totally fair so you have the support center yeah, uh, that's one. Two is going to be operational effectiveness, right? So you're, you're usually what happens is a company is going starting to shift their, we'll call it smaller important customers to a lower cost support model. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And that's then, exactly right. um, yeah, because that's what'll happen, right? You start to <clears throat> tier your support yep. strategy. That's exactly what happened. I'm not saying that's happening yet here, but this is what happens in all tech companies and probably other. Yeah. Yep. 
totally no problem whatsoever, right? I agree. And the third is going to be under brand value, increasing your brand uh, experience, uh, because you're going to create an environment in which self-help is 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 the marker could be one of the positive markers of the brand, right? So I know you kind of developed that somehow technically t- talking about that and kind of like three nice little buckets, very simple, right words, right? Little, some research points that I'm sure you can find without a problem. Yep. And then this idea of growth plan, which you have done before, right? So the growth plan, again, comes in a couple phases. One is going to be the initial uh, upfront cost. And that's a cost. We'll talk about it to drive content. Then you're going to drive uh, view- viewership and membership, right? Yeah. And then you're going to have a sustained, a self-sustained model in which SEO will drive your uh, market reach, right? Very simple stuff. Uh, and again, one I can almost see that in the slide very easy. And then I, I usually do an estimate. And on the estimate, you, you almost want to put like a five-year simple Excel spreadsheet. And, and we can, I can almost detail this uh, like in a quick document, but it's so the way I would do it is say, hey, first year um, estimates, like number of individual articles created, which we mm-hmm. have done before and you have done it, with the total number of views you expect in that year. And then what I, I put in is the dollar cost of answering one call or one support message. Support case, let's say. Per case. And how many you do in a day, <clears throat> right? And then I take those views and multiply it by five because I figure you, one person is probably going to see that content piece five times and then multiply that times the cost of one call. And in a sense, now you're getting the delta variant between how much you can help a customer and how much you will uh, – and, and, and mind you, I'm, um, I know you say, so, okay, great, Mike, well, you're going to mm-hmm. – uh-huh, you're going to write this out and tell me. You're going to write this out for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put in a spreadsheet. Uh, and the reason for it is because it kind of begins to show you your ROI and cost model. Because if, yeah. you, can be- if you can budget within this cost, then your cost per answer is going to go really low. So how's this, this nice little analysis for you? And then that is that becomes the estimate. And then your cost is going to be, you know, you... You're, and I may be speaking a little bit too much mm. and kind of like, ooh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, Mike. This is where I would almost put on a whiteboard and kind of show yeah. it. But in a sense, the spreadsheet begins the the cost model. And all you're gonna add on top of that is a is the cost of the people you need to do it yep. against the uh the cost of your organization. And what you don't have probably is how much, you know, your yearly uh licenses are and server cost models and stuff like that. But um, anyway, that, I mean, to get it more pedantic, you can you can go that way. And then last is going to be your ROI. Well, it's kind of simple. Like you charge, I mean, not you, but it, we have an organization, the support center, that's this much that can only help these many customers. In yep. a sense, if we do this right, we can say add five people and we'll be able to support this number, these number of customers. And clearly that is going to be more than what they are doing today. And that's an easy estimate to do. Does that make you sense? put that on an Excel spreadsheet or at least a sheet. Yeah, that's Google why I'm, I'm pausing as I say this. Share it over. 
I can almost see all this uh, <laughs> as a quick. No, model. this it's good to talk about, and and I think this is important. But I also think put it on a Google Sheet, you know. Ooh, Google Sheet. That's a good idea. Yeah, like, just like, share it to me, and then what we could do, Michael, if if you do that, is share it out on, you know, our put it in our notes as a oh, shareable yeah. thing, to where they don't edit it, but they, at least they can see it. I think that'd be really awesome. Yeah, I think do they have Google cool. Sheets at your bank, or yeah, no, I can just <laughs> use my own account. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that far in the dark ages, although oh, pretty okay. damn close. <laughs> no, most uh, banks are pretty. Uh, yeah, kind of far behind. Yeah, but uh, let me kind of rewind a bit because I was, you know, yeah. kind of detailing a lot, and it just seemed. I just want to make sure I feel like it was a bit overwhelming there, but it was. And in, in, in <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I think the part that maybe a, a bit like where I start to feel as if there could be some eye roll in the audience is around the spreadsheet, right? And I think. You're right. If I could just put that in a spreadsheet, you'll see it. But the overview of this business case is this idea that the value of the community is that you're going to help more with less. Yeah. And that's the fundamental thing. And all you're going to have to do is show that in numbers. And even if you bring in, say, uh, oh, so you're going to show that in numbers, then you're going to show growth. And that f as you kind of go up in growth, you're going to have to add more resources. Yeah. And still by doing that, you're still going to save the company money. Fundamentally, that's how it goes. So at the end, say if you add like five people, what what kind of traffic do you need to support, say, five people on your staff? Yeah. That's, that's fundamentally what you're doing. And the rest is, and then it's kind of, hopefully it becomes a no-brainer. They'll have questions like, well, these are all estimates, you know. Yes, they're estimates, but even if you only give me, even if it's off by half, it's still a better deal, right? right. So usually that's the way I kind of throw that, like, okay, then cut my estimates by half. That's a huge, you know, um, kind of error if you want to. It's still, <laughs> it still is a better value to money ratio. Do you think that works? I mean, if you have you, has that ever worked to you? Like, yes, to your advantage? Okay. twice. <laughs> uh -huh. That's the way I've, I've done it. Um, and uh, the one that I just had was approved for, uh, I did exactly that. I said, listen, the market opportunity is here. Let's just say we have a market penetration in the market to be this much. Uh, this is our total assets. You know, to service these assets, we need these many people. You know, what if we didn't have to have the physical resources? I mean, that's how I kind of. Yeah, I did the quick uh, estimate, and on the digital side, I think I said I could reduce it by twenty-five. I mean, by a quarter. In other words, get it from reduce to seventy-five percent. So it's just a quarter of the total cost, if that makes sense. Yeah, and <clears throat> those are putting big savings. And I said, okay, just they were kind of scoffing a little bit, and I said, all right, I'll be very daring and say, take pretend ninety percent of what I'm saying is false. 10%, just a 10% increase in any of these channels, I re, I replied it back to how we measure our assets and our profitability. Mm -hmm. And it was still right. higher than that of what they would get in a physical uh, location. So it's a lot. That's me talking a lot about how even just making the pragmatic argument of saying, okay, if you want to argue the specifics, the idea is still correct. And even if I'm off by a huge factor, the value is still 
worth more than if you stuck with the status quo. So give me a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's funny what it is. Just give me a person, right? And if they don't do it, it's more because they don't understand it. So this yeah. is the part you have to think about when you do your business strategy. How much, how much do the people understand with whom you're speaking to hmm. what community is? Because if they don't buy that part, the rest of your calculation doesn't matter. It's not going to work because you're going to be fighting a religious discussion. If about I, I believe that if I could do what you just said, which I got to figure out how to do that, um, <laughs> uh, then then I, I don't think they're going to have an issue. You know, because they're already for it. They just want a business case to do it. You know, yeah, so they can and, go to the board and say, "This is why we need it." You know, you were at a very unique position, probably because they're in a growth mode. The yeah. board is expecting an increase in uh, exactly. resource in the right areas. Your mm -hmm. CEO seems to be in a smart mind that these yeah. types of support strategies go a long way, and so he will probably say, "Here is an area where we're going to." help strategically increase our resource footprint. That's exactly what it wants to do. Um, and here's why. And you're, yeah. just, you're here helping him with the why. That's it. That's all he wants. It's not mm -hmm. just him. It's my boss too, right? Like they're, hey, look, Chris, what you've done so far with the community has really worked and there seems to be a lot of interest in it and, and it's been very successful. So we want to invest in this. Yep. Now, I had to ask, but still – you know, okay, yeah, we want to do it. Please send me a business case. Yeah. All right. And as I'm sorry, I know no, it's is, is slow, but as you build out your your team, yeah, um, this may be for a discussion for another day, but there are a few critical roles you should think about. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I know you know one of them. It's around content. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? But there's two sides of content. One is on creation and one is on moderation. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of over here. I agree. Two, you're going to need, especially in growth mode, you're going to need a project manager yeah. or method of project managing uh, so that new capabilities are just scheduled and done. Uh, and three, you're going to have to have access to development resources. Uh, and so the way I kind of see development resources, Michael, is more of a third party, you know, hiring absolutely. a consultant consultants that can do that. So just budget of X number of dollars to go help, you know, integrate community into our other digital business systems like docs and things like that with enterprise mm -hmm. search. There's a big uh, um, project. Uh, there's some big initiatives going on with, um, with digital self-help. I think we're about to hire, you know, a VP of digital uh, support is what the, we're calling it. And I'll be under that person. And so uh, yeah, training will be under it. Documentation will be under it and something else. I can't mm. remember. Uh, oh, they call it self-help. And I'm like, is that another thing? Um, but they, they want to integrate, or at least it's my, it's my push for us to integrate into a, um, in, in a, including support, which is not included into the digital support uh, team, but Having Zendesk, which is a KB and um, support, you know, you you put your support cases, you know, like customer logs into this thing, and they have this one place that you build that will hold all of the content from Docs, that technology that oh. Docs is on, the yep, technology yep. that community is on, the technology that um, Zendesk or Zendesk, the technology, 
And then even the technology that um, our academy is on, which is called the LMS. And pushing that information and content into that one place. And when a customer searches, you'll have auto search populate, right? And then if they click on it, and if it takes them to community, it takes them over to the community, they log in directly, kind of like we did with the, the e-commerce site, right? Like it would at least pop up, but this actually logs them in. Same hmm. thing with Academy. And if they find content on the Academy, logs them into the Academy, and then they go to the Academy. And then creating what they call a case deflection widget uh, in, in inside this portal thing, right? And if a customer doesn't come back or person doesn't come back to do a case, that's a hard case deflection because they didn't come back for X number of hours, right? So it could be eight hours, 12, whatever. And that's the way I would kind of set that up is we started doing that over at Imperva. Mm. Uh, right when I left, it was done, right? And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I really want to see how this started. You know, it's, it's in a phased approach, so you can't do everything at once, right? You know, and so, yeah. um, and there's some technical technological problems that you run into, but having a company build all of that uh, off of some type of technology. So in this case, Imperva built it off of a technology that's Salesforce communities. Mm. We didn't use communities, but it was a technology Salesforce communities that people can search. And then HireLogic yeah. was integrated in a sense into what the search was and the SSO. So it just brought that content into Salesforce communities. Does that make sense? Yeah, Same thing with docs and all structured. That structured content yeah and the cool thing is like even if you go to so the cool thing too is now if you go to and these two are open community.imperva.com and docs.imperva.com so when you go to docs.imperva.com and search for um let's say a cybersecurity, you can type you could just put on the uh over to the left you'll see docs or you'll see community. So you click on community and see all the community content. And that's in uh, a company called Zoom, Zoom, Zoom Info or whatever. Yeah, so it, yeah exactly. Site. So it's pretty cool. I mean, we did that together. I worked with the docs team and everything else to make all that happen. That's what we need to do. And I, I keep trying to explain that to people. I think they get it, and, but nobody knows what to go do. And I'm like, mm. to me, that will make the biggest impact of, you know, content, right? You know, it's like, um, and people will be able to get what they need quickly, uh, and all of these things, you know, it's cause they're pulling. So is that your, so if I were to stair step your strategy approach, you're saying that, um, in your content creation mode, in your growth mode, this is what you're doing, but you want to attach yourself to a centralized knowledge repository. Yep. Basically. Mm, okay. Bas basically like, because. People are getting information in different places. This is kind of a place you call it support, right? That they're going to go in and their ultimate goal is to create a ticket, right? You know, it's because they need help. So they mm -hmm. go in, but then they can search and the content is all there, no matter what digital business system you have. Does that make sense? So instead of just creating mm -hmm. the case, they go search it or they're putting in their, they're putting in their case. And as the case comes up, as they're typing, you know, uh, auto uh, populates the, you know, it gives you like four or five different topics already there. So when you click on that topic, it takes you to wherever that topic is, docs or uh, community or wherever, right? Knowledge base article. You click on it, you go to it and they don't come back. And it's just hard case deflection, right? So well, I would 
I would even think about by the time that rolls out, you should start thinking about putting an AI bot on top of that, where it starts to search all of your articles, including the community, and you're having a natural language conversation. And it would be great to kind of throw that through your community um, portal. And you can give it a name, like, you know, Bank of America does the proverbial Erica, right? A lot yeah. of these folks are creating these, like, uh, you know, uh, branded moniker uh, support yeah. persons. And as part of your branding of your community, you can create this persona. We'll call it the you Detzel. Start, you know, asking a question. <laughs> Did you say Detzel? We'll call it the Detzel. The Detzel. There you go. The Detzel. <laughs> but you start asking questions, natural language, back and forth. And it's tracking this conversation, and then if it can't answer it, it almost creates the post in the community uh, through the AI conversation. You know what? Uh, we can't completely get off, but it, it's interesting because um, I, I want to create. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's an interesting thing that you bring up because that's probably a little way off. But something that I brought up to the, the organization. So I have this hashtag community on my Slack channel and mm. our CEO, our CTO, everybody follows this, this hashtag community channel. And so I'm always posting something in this channel. Mm. And one of the things I posted the other day is I went to uh, um, uh, turbotax.com. I logged mm. in. Of course, I kind of, I recorded my, oh, okay. I recorded my, uh, Thing that I wanted them to do. Of course, I took off, you know, hey, you're paid this much or whatever, right? When you do your taxes. But uh -huh. I still, so I went in there and I wanted to say, I want to create a community like this. There's two ways you can get to TurboTax community. Just type in community.turbotax.com, comes right up. You can post or whatever. Or more importantly, because we already have that, um, is you can go in the product, you log in and you go search, and then you start searching. And then it says, you still can't find what you're looking for or something. Click on it. It goes, ask the community. You ask the community and then boom, you put your deal in there and it posts. Within like 20 minutes, it seems, I got an answer. Like I actually typed in a question. I put in a question about. Oh, uh, from. from um, TurboTax. TurboTax? Wow. Yeah. And then I recorded it. I recorded my whole action of doing it. And I was like, and then I went to the community and showed them that it was there. So I posted yeah. that, copied it posted it, uh, did a uh, voiceover, and then uh, posted it on the uh, hashtag community. I was like, this is what I want to get to, in-product yeah. community. This is kind of where the gold is, right? You know, and, and then our, I go, I, I tagged the VP of product because, you know, he's the one who has to actually make that happen. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's dealing with the product, right? And, and then I said, hey, Venki, at some point, uh, down the line, we need to try to really push this. And our CEO goes, I hope it's not too far down the line because mm. this is so powerful, you know? Mm. Um, anyways. Uh, and I think that to that, to your point, there's some AI bot type stuff going on in there. Look, they've been doing it for a long time. I'm not saying we get there overnight, you know, it's going to be done in phases, but that's where we need to get to if we really care. And, and if we are really say, you know, Show me that you really want community to be, you know, truly embedded into the product, into the company. I mm. hear it, but I'm not seeing it yet. It's mm. fine. We just went live, but you know, uh, 
well, I want to start hearing those conversations in six or eight months. Anyways, I got a way, a little way off, but no, it's no, good. It's because tough. when you start thinking about your business case in some way, you kind of have to put some context around what you want the future of your community to be like. Yeah. You can even do something controversial and say, my goal of being a community manager is to not to have a community anymore. That may sound kind of controversial, but I think the whole thought process is that we're creating community out here, but eventually we're going to do this over time. Yeah. So that the brand itself is its own community because you've done such a good job of embracing the two and it's a single point of entry. And because you've built these things like the consolidated content uh, database, the ability for the first moment of, of interaction to be through the product itself, you've created those hooks. You've, yeah, you know, in, in a sense, you're, that's what you're going right. And that, it's not that your role goes away. What it is is your role becomes more important in the organization. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's fun to kind of think about these things. And then over time, what happens is when the, the company gets it, this happened in a Perva, you know, like sometimes you're just not ready for certain things. It's just, you want it to be ready, but you're just not. And so if, as long as you kind of have the plan and, and you kind of look out, you know, for that, you know, uh, vision, mm. You, you can start making things happen just like we did. Uh, I did it in Perva and this will happen, but you know, it might be a year or two years from now before right, we yeah, start yeah. really doing some of that because the organization's not ready yeah. for it, you know, or maybe I'm not a great explainer sometimes, you know, I have my weaknesses too. <laughs> so, oh man. Oh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, you know you, that's why you try to hire people. I think that are somewhat, you know, whatever your weakness is, you know, you really have to kind of, hired yep. towards that because I'm never, I'm going to get somewhat better. If it's a weakness, you're probably not going to be the best at it ever. You know what I mean? That's just part yeah, of it. Yeah. You may want to think about that. I mean, we'll probably have to close here soon, but you yeah. may want to think about that as you build out. Like um, if that's not your strong suit, then maybe the first content manager you own, you know, not own, sorry, that's terrible. Well, the first content manager you bring on board, so yeah. I have to say, uh, is someone who has that skill set. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's, I think that's what you did with me, right? Like, Although you're very mine, I think you know what my uh, stuff is, and you know what yours is, and you knew what people you hired, you know their strong points are, and dude, you and I conquered a bunch of shit, you know. I mean, yeah, and, and the thing I've, I've always found valuable is I'm not, I'm, I am not an aggressive, you know, you know, kind of get out there. Oh, I am, uh, you know, sales like, and you know, sales oriented. <laughs> Uh, activating kind of individual, right? And that's clearly yes, your strong suit, like a yeah. A I mean, I just I just want to do it. Your skills know? now, I mean that, and that just makes you invaluable. Yeah, and I, yeah, so you're right, you know, and and if you miss a little bit of the kind of project manager piece, oh my god, I had a PM man it makes your life easier. Project managers, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I need somebody like that too. But anyway, I'll ask my friend. Well, for that, I will say thank you so very much for another wonderful conversation on. Beers over beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. All right. Have a good one.